So one of the conversations we have quite a bit uh, here at 111 is just about how are we moving people to action, uh, not only in our mission, but in the way we do life together and conversations about our values that move us to action. Mm -hmm. What do we love and value that moves us to do what we do every day and how do we do it together? I think that's one of the conversations we're having even as as we as we touch other locations and how do we multiply uh, these things that we hold so dearly and uh, so we've really established seven foundational values that we've actually said are gospel informed values mm -hmm. they're informed by the gospel and the gospel the good news of Jesus is not just something that informs our past it's like that informed me on the day I made a decision to follow Jesus, but it's, it's, it, it informs us today. It informs yeah. the way that we do life together. And it really has transformed the way that we look at uh, the mission of God yeah. together. And so we want to talk about those seven values over the next few months, just how core they are to our belief system, because that's what they are. They're truths that move mm -hmm. us to action. They're... They're not just an idea, they're deeply rooted truths in the gospel that lead us to action every day, that are big picture in the mission, what happens here, what happens in other cities, but also what happens day to day in our interactions with our staff, with our team, in our meetings, in conversations, how do all of those um, really work together. So. So we want to have that conversation together because we care about that, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we care about that. So, so our first value that really is, a, is kind of foundational to all of them, yes. I think as we were going through these even again uh, today, it was like, oh man, these are so interconnected. They're so connected to the good news. Mm -hmm. But the first value is that we are confident in love. As a people, we want to live confident in the love of Christ, in the love of Jesus. Yes. And that's a phrase that we use a lot. Um, but, but what does that look like to live confident in love? We can say we're confident in love, but what does it look like to live mm -hmm. confident in love and where do we draw that from? Mm -hmm. I think one of the prayers that we pray over and over and over again, or I pray over and over and over again, is Colossians 1, 9 and 10. Paul prays for the church to have the knowledge of God's will or the knowledge of God's delight in us. And I, I, I that changes everything. Yeah. If I see the good news of the gospel as God's delight in me, who is the one that's looking at me? What does he think and feel about me? What does the cross inform about me today? That changes the way that I live together with you. It changes the way that I live together with my team here in mm -hmm. Kansas City. I interact with people in other locations and I feel his delight. It's why Paul also prays in Ephesians 3. It's really important that you know how high, wide, mm -hmm. deep and long is the love of Christ. I, I need you to have power to know that love because it transforms everything. It's the place from which we have to live. So confidence in love. Yeah, I think that it's just amazing to me how when we are able to really receive the love of Jesus, 
uh, and love him back, that that is the mm -hmm. transformation that happens in the human heart. Mm -hmm. And yet what we find as believers is it's the hardest thing. It, it's actually yeah, the, the so very true. crux of the enemy's attack is, mm -hmm. is he's, you know, the enemy's every day accusing us and accusing God. Mm -hmm. And so the receiving of God's love it, it, it's it's a it's so important, but it takes daily hard work. Yeah. Um, as a believer, we just naturally don't receive the love of God. And I think um, in the Bible, David, King David, is is the one that that lived this life. And and I love. I mean, actually, David. There's more written about David than anyone else other than Jesus. And here he is the man after God's own heart. That's what God names him. And I'm thinking, David, what did you know about God that, that enabled you to be a man after his own heart? And I think that the secret to David's life was knowing the mercy of God. It was actually um, not just what God thinks and feels about David on a good day, but it was, what does God think mm. and feel about yeah. about David when in his weakness? When, so critical. You know, I mean, David, we, we see that there were so many times that he like really, like not just like a little sin, but like he really massively sinned. But even in those moments, David knew the secret. Mm. He knew what it was to run into yeah. God's embrace. And actually it's like he spreads out his hands and he says, Jesus, enjoy me in my weakness. And so I think as as one as believers we we ache to be in that place of confidence in the love of God and but what really it takes is the the heart work mm -hmm. every day yeah, really of true. receiving his love in the place of weakness which actually AW Tozer says the most important thing about a man is what he thinks on when he thinks upon God and and I that's just like so crazy to think about, you know, I mean, here we have the knowledge of God in front of us and, and what do we really think about God? But I think even making it more specific is what does God think and feel about us in our weakness? Because mm. if we know that he actually enjoys us, even when we're messed up, we're broken, we're weak, then we know what it is to run into his embrace in that time and ask him to love us and that's where that powerful exchange happens. Yeah, well, and it really starts, like I think about David, it really started on the hillside when he was just a teenager. Yeah. You know, it was that place of, he wasn't even invited for the prophet Samuel coming, but at the end of the day, he's the one that was called and then anointed and then God was just so clear. It's it's like, I'm not looking, I don't look as man looks, I don't see as man sees, I'm looking at the heart. Mm -hmm. And he chose David from the hidden place. He chose him from the secret place. And that confidence of it's not about my external, what I look like on the outside mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that transforms even the workplace, like yeah. working together, in ministry, I don't have to feel propped up every day uh, and to appear good to everyone. I'm actually living from an inner confidence yes. that changes 
changes the way I react and interact with people because yeah. I have that deep foundation on the inside that it was never about me to begin with. So, which is the gospel. It was never about me to begin with, but it was like David is like chosen as king, but it was never about David's external goodness from the beginning. God was looking at a heart posture and it changed everything. And it was that kind of confidence that God chose him there that all of us can have. You know, before the foundation of the world, the Bible tells us, God saw us, chose us, knit us together, knew all of his thoughts and plans. I can live, I can live in that reality mm. every day. And it changes the way that I live together when I'm interacting with my my coworkers, the people I'm laboring together with, specifically yeah. for us at 111, in the place of ministry, it it really does transform my life. And I think about the way that that changes every day. That's not just a high and lofty idea. That changes the way that I interact uh, with our team members, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I just think about how enjoyable it is when you're working with believers that actually know mm. who they are to God. It's yeah. it's like they don't need the position, it's they don't really need true. the title. They're not operating out of insecurity. It's just it's so vibrant when we have a community of people that mm. actually know who they are in their identity before God mm. as confident in love. Mm. Yeah, it's David. It's and it's not again, it's not propped up like hey, we got to prop ourselves up so everything's okay. It's David going, even in my weakness, you delight in me. Yep. And so for all of us going, number one, I'm confident in love, perfect love casts out every fear. So I'm not in relationship with people based on fear. I'm in relationship with people based on love, perfect love that casts out fear. And so I'm not trying to, to appear something that I'm not. I'm okay to be weak. Mm -hmm on certain days and, mm -hmm. and it really is gonna be okay in that context. But I, but I also think when perfect love casts out fear and I'm, I'm enjoying God's delight in me, I'm seeing that and being reminded of that, I'm rebuking accusation of the enemy that, that is like coming at me on a regular basis, I'm actually waging war against those lies. But then I'm also experiencing it with the people I work with most, mm -hmm closely, that they love me when I'm weak, they love me when I'm strong, uh, I can live in that reality, that's huge. And it also allows me, I think, to really give myself wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think about meetings that we're in, where like people are afraid to share ideas because, well, what's everyone gonna think? Well, if we can remove that and go, I'm a son, I'm a daughter, mm -hmm. I'm a king, um, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking thoughts that are most often given to me by God, every good and perfect gift. And so I'm, I'm really sharing those things. And so I think about the wholehearted, I wanna be a, I wanna be a lover, I wanna be, a, I, I wanna be teachable, I wanna be a learner, uh, I wanna be learning all my days. I wanna be reading, I wanna be, I wanna be humble. So when someone comes to me and is like, hey, I see this in you, I, this is difficult. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
from the place of confidence, I'm not overly threatened by that. Yes. I, I, the, the, the person coming to me is, it's in love. I'm a son. I'm not threatened in that moment. And so it changes all of my interactions. I can be more creative. I can go, hey, what about this? And then the whole room could go, that's a horrible idea. And I could go, okay, let's try the next one. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. So the more people are okay to throw out bad ideas, the better ideas you're gonna get in many ways. So I think it, it's nuts and bolts of life together yes. in community, giving us the strength to, to, to love each other every day, giving us the strength to also be transparent mm. and show our weaknesses and giving us the strength to just live like a son, live like a daughter, live like a king, live like the gospel tells us what it informs about us. And it's just all of a sudden you, you've removed striving and you've removed this kind of passive aggressive anger underneath the surface. And, and you've, you, you're, you don't have jockeying for position and power and it enables us to be servant leaders. We're not going, hey, we should be serving more. It's like, oh man, if I'm confident in love, I have no problem vacuuming the carpet because <laughs> it doesn't threaten my position. I have, I have all the position that I need in him. So confidence in love is a game changer. Yes, and I think, as, everything. I think as we'll see, moving through some of the other values, that it is, it is foundational yeah. and it, it is the place that we have to start. And it's why it's the good news of the gospel and it has to inform us every day. It informs us with our families. It informs us with our coworkers in the marketplace or in ministry or in education, in every sphere of society. It really can inform us and it, it's transformative yes. in the way that we live together. So value number one, confidence in love. We have to fight for it every day.